listener, I bid thee welcome to Life in Trash, a podcast. Greetings and salutations, one and all, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Life is Trash, the only podcast on the internet, and this is true, that features two white middle-class men taking a pretty sideways look at the world of esoteric, obscure, and downright terrible popular culture. I'm Lawrence Tucker, and I'm joined, as I will be in perpetuity, by large-eyebrowed Dunhamer and my platonic life partner, Mr. Johnny Owens. Hello, Johnny. Bonsoir. We're recording this at one in the afternoon, so already (laughs) a mistake. (laughs) <laughs> Good to have you on board, Johnny. And our guests for this episode, Johnny, are professional loudman Eddie McKenzie and one million tiny spiders wearing a human suit, Rachel Leonard. Hello, Eddie. <laughs> Hello, Rachel. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are we all doing today? Just a bit creeped out by the spiders. On yep. this fine, bright afternoon, Johnny. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I'm pretty good this evening. Uh, the time difference between Glasgow and Dumfries is roughly six hours. So, like, yeah, it's in... roughly 25 years, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, before we get into the the old meat and two veg of what we're doing today, I thought because it's our first episode, you know, I'll ask a like couple couple of light little icebreakery questions, you know, just to get the banter fizzing. You know, nice, nice quick answers. Keep the pace up. You know, keep it snappy. All right. Okay. There we go. All right, Eddie. Question for you first. Uh, Eddie, how could you let this happen? <laughs> um, uh, uh, apathy, ignorance, and the lack of preparation. <laughs> Very good. All right, uh, Johnny. When will it end? <laughs> um, oh, when the sun burns out. That's how, long, that's how long we're going to keep this going for. Hopefully that's so. That's how long the fucking book we're going to look at is. <laughs> um, and Rachel, uh, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> uh, I'm just the, you know, the, the token Raj, as it was so beautifully put earlier. So By go. you, I should say. By you! <laughs> uh, can, we be, uh, can we just clarify? <laughs> Implicate us in that. <laughs> Goodness me. <laughs> this, this is going swimmingly. We've already been accused yeah. of sexism. <laughs> We've made a mistake with our French. It's, it's a disaster. <laughs> There's no point. There's no point in this. We can oh. never visit Sweet Paris. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the title of this um, masterpiece? Okay, so we are going to be uh, uh, reading uh, at least a chapter, depending on how much we enjoy it. We might do the whole mm. ruddy thing. Uh, of a book um, in the creature romance genre uh, <laughs> named Mooncursed. Ooh. Obviously, people I've... won't be able to see this, but we are looking at the cover. Can we get, like, can I, can, can I see it again, Lawrence? No, there you go. Um, There's a deep V. Oh, my God. That's, oh. We shall, I shall upload the cover to wherever we upload this. Um, uh, if we can mm. indeed upload it without breaching all of this copyrights uh, from <laughs> the authoress Laurie Handland might be on our case, but hopefully, Laurie, oh, it's gonna, it, yeah, it, that that should be like that, that's going to be a nice thing to try to figure out, like whether we're actually in breach of copyright or not. So that's I think we're probably cool. going out to a listenership um, of about five people, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no, this is this is this is true. This is true. This is true. 
So would you all like to hear the blurb of the book yes. before we... Fucking, yes. of course. Yes. Hell yes. <clears throat> a dramatic reading then of the blurb. No blessing mm-hmm. or a curse. <laughs> Kristen Daniels is passionate in her pursuit of the truth. As the host of the television show Hoax Hunters, she's traveled to the ends of the earth to explore and expose life's most enduring myths. Her latest undertaking is no exception. Chris is bound for Scotland, where she intends to get to the bottom of the Loch Ness Monster legend once and for all. (laughs) Instead, Chris encounters something far more mysterious. For in the ruins of Lake Urquhart's castle lies a heavenly creature, a sleek, muscled man with a seductive brogue named Liam Grant. One look in his eyes and Chris is ready, it's already in danger and falling in too deep. Is Liam for real? Or has the spell of the moon touched them both? Wow. Oh. <laughs> I'm all boned is, up like, right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is she, is she, she's going to fuck a lot this monster, isn't she? Well, you've assumed that it's the Loch Ness monster, I, I, and I think I that's, that... that's very presumptuous of you. I mean, it's, is it presumptuous considering the fact that the genre that we're covering is creature romance? <laughs> yeah, but, I think I mean, you're not, you're not supposed to know that right now. I've kind of spoiled that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that's uh, she's she's she gonna fuck up. Diplosaurus. What? What is? What is it meant to be? I, I mean, the it, it's. I should hasten to add that it, it, it is not real, and I don't think. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> no. I'll be honest, right? For a creature romance novel, I've been reading ahead in this, um, and uh, there's an awful lot of talking about theories about what Nessie might be, and not a lot of slamming. So oh. <laughs> I hope. Oh. You... Oh. Fuck yes, I'm out. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, unfortunately, I you never know. The, 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 the last, the tail end, the tail 23 chapters might all be the fucking dinosaur end? donkey. Just, just, oh, so there's 20, oh, so you've not read that far. Right, okay, that's... No, I'm four chapters in. I'm four chapters there might, in. There, there oh, okay, might okay. be it's, a lot of bone and down. It's uh, beautiful in how poorly yeah. written it is, and I, okay. I think that it's I, well worth it. I, I am also particularly excited with the fact that we are starting with a book for 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 this for yeah. for life is trash because yeah, this, this this is the most use of my degree that I have ever found. This is the like, most use of this book that anyone's ever found. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Wait, your which is worth more literature? In, yes, or, it is. Oh, oh mine too. There we go. Yes. yes. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So we got two birds for the episode. And I am a philosopher. Oh, oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. And Eddie yeah. has a very nice voice. <laughs> <laughs> I talk well. He does, he do talk good. Um, I've Eddie, been known you, to read. <laughs> are, you, are you the only one out of us who didn't fall for the university scam? Uh, no, instead I just did two different college courses. Yeah! Bookery and woodwork. (laughs) (laughs) I took the practical route, isn't it? Vocational. Vocational, (laughs) that's the word. Vocational. All right. You didn't buy buy into the snake oil. Well done. Well. Sorry, I'm going to end up going into... Speaking as a a man with a (laughs) philosophy degree, I've got to object (laughs) to the idea of a a degree being useless because um, it's brought me a lot of sadness. So, 
<laughs> I mean, that is useful. And I mean, I mean, you do get a bit of paper that you can use for notes. Yeah, I rolled it, it up into a drug safe. I didn't. I don't. I wonder, I've never uh, done a drug. Done a bit of smack. Uh, that's all. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Heroin's really boring. Like everyone knows that. Feel like it's we've been derailed. No real drug. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. Shall we? Shall we refocus? No. We shall, we shall, we shall, we shall refocus. Um, there is a uh, an endorsement on the back of the book from um, either a website or a publication or something called Booklist, uh, which reads: okay. Handelin's characters, be they human or wolf, are some of the sultriest, <laughs> most wicked, and amazingly uh, disturbing beings ooh, to play across uh, the pages of a romance suspense novel. What an endorsement! <laughs> and that is that is the most ambivalent endorsement for a book ever. I think like, it was probably is... just the writer's auntie read it. And was yeah. like, oh, hen, do you know what? I'll write some good words for you. You can but... see, see her on a website. Just see her on a website. It's fine. Maybe they'll check. If I Google book list, I'm not going to find the thing that I... gave... give you a list of books, probably. I'm... So uh, before we get into our first yes. chapter here, um, there's a couple of bits like in the in the sort of preface of the book that I think I, I should probably read just to give us a sort of idea. Um, yep. So before anything else, note: if you purchase this book without a cover, you should be aware that this book is stolen property. It was reported as unsold and destroyed to the publisher, and neither the author nor the publisher has received any payment for this stripped book. <laughs> That is really, that's actually really, really depressing. That means their um, book was remaindered. Holy shit, because it just think, sold like none, so it got recycled. I think so. I um, think they, they anticipated I, like, it getting for, pulps like bouncing back. That is, that is, uh, oh, dude. Yeah, so that's where we're going here. Should say. I can't, um, I can't believe, like, they don't anticipate a book being remaindered. That's even <laughs> more depressing that they were just like, this is such fucking bullshit that we're going to have to just like, Preemptively print that it's being remained <laughs> in the future. We assume. Sad. Sad is oh, what it is. that is. Oh, dude. Acknowledgements. A thousand thank yous to Jodie Allen at Scottish Scribbles for reading my manuscript and making sure I got it right. Now, I don't want to spoil the book for you, <laughs> but she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jodie has a great blog at http uh, colon forward slash forward slash. ScottishScribbles.blogspot.com. Um, she put in the whole URL. She put in the whole blogspot URL. Blogspot. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> well, there you go. That's, that's what we're dealing with—a book that's been preemptively declared as pulped <laughs> <laughs> and features a link to a now defunct <laughs> blog. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence, yes. boy, also before before we kick off, have you got your accent list? I have. Ooh. I was. I was just about to bring that got, up. Have you, uh, I've yes. got the I have an accent list. I have um, uh, twenty-eight. One for each chapter. Twenty-eight accents. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> My goodness. So what we're going to do here is because uh, this book is tremendously well written and introduces <laughs> a character for each individual bit of exposition that the authoress wants to. Um, wants to put out there uh, and there is a lot of exposition it's nearly all exposition uh, <laughs> there's an incredible amount of characters yeah, and yeah. it's going to be almost impossible to keep up unless i do funny voices 
So we've got the uh, the accent tombola. Every time a new character is introduced, someone will <laughs> yell a number from one to twenty-eight, uh, and that will be the voice that that character then um, is given for the remainder of the book. Is also, everyone clear on the rules? Yeah. Yes. So um, we've decided on the the, the main characters are going to uh, be a generic American female and generic uh, Scottish male sort of effect, which is probably going to end up sounding like um, a New Jersey Michelle Visage, as I mentioned in the discussions about this earlier. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and probably just uh, your fucking bog standard average Ned once we get the <laughs> the man inside. I cannot wait to hear you do an Eddie mm. accent. As yeah, because I'm EastEnder. I'm fucking all in for this. Because <laughs> <laughs> out of out of all of the countless accents that I have heard you do, I don't think I've ever heard you do a Scottish one. That's because it's, enough. it's unpleasant so. to listen to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> oh! I can't. I cannot wait, man. I am astoundingly moist. Yep. Let's do this. <laughs> we shall begin with life is trash. Uh, Colon literature is trash. In episode one, Whee! chapter one Whee! doesn't have names. Uh, Johnny, um, without having heard or read the chapter, do you want to assign the chapter a subtitle because it doesn't have one? The chapter a subtitle without with um. Yeah, okay. Yes. Off the top of your head, and we'll see how accurate you are. Okay, rolling in moist. Rolling in moist. Rolling in moist. Okay. Like rolling into a party and you're already moist. <laughs> That's adventure. a power move. <laughs> <laughs> fucking walk into the club, you're fucking dripping wet from head to toe. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, what? What's up? <laughs> What's that? I'm ready for adventure. There we go. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. Rolling in moist. <laughs> rolling roll, roll in moist. And fucking tastic. All right, chapter okay. one. Ooh. Feel free to interject at points where um, it gets too much for you to handle. Goodness. <laughs> the first recorded sighting of the Loch Ness Monster was by St. Columba in AD 565. Johnny's already broken. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's weird to open up a book like your first because I always judge every novel by its first sentence, like whether yeah. it's really good or really bad. Like that's like how I know where I'm like at with it. But to just open it up with like really dry historical <laughs> information regarding well, a monster sighting is just such a weird kind of a fucking power move in you, itself. You didn't let me finish. You didn't let me oh. finish. Sorry, sorry. The first recorded sighting of the Loch Ness Monster was by St. Columba in AD 565. The most recent occurred just last year. There you go. See, so it's not just historical, it's, okay. it's world building. Uh, world, oh, it's world building. Get ready for a fuck of a lot of world building. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> Accent time, here we are. There'll be a sighting every year. I have to turn that down. <laughs> Kristen Daniels muttered as she peered at her laptop. Wouldn't want to screw with a multi-million dollar tourist industry. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it because that's going to become very cloying. Um, oh my God. Unless, of course, you were the host of the public television show, Hoax Hunters. Chris planned to screw with it a lot. In fact, she planned to end it. 
Chris scribbled more notes on her already scribbled upon yellow legal pad. This was going to be her biggest and best project to date. The debunking of the Loch Ness Monster would not only put hoax hunters on the national radar, hell, she'd probably get picked up for syndication, but also <laughs> would make her a star. Uh, okay, we have a character. It's Theo Murdoch, her boss. So yes. who wants to yell the first number? Seven. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, what we got? What we've got is, uh, is Quinn's My Gap Year character. <laughs> yes. A lot of these are characters that uh, I, I have used for other projects uh, that I will be shamelessly plugging as we go. <laughs> uh, Chris? She glanced up. Her boss, Theo Murdoch, stood in the doorway of her office. He didn't look happy. Theo rarely did. Public television was a crapshoot. Sometimes you won, and sometimes you lost. But you were always, always on the verge of disaster. Hey, Theo, she said brightly. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Bright? That was quite constipated. <laughs> I've got to really compress my throat. It's very difficult to do bright with that. I can do, I can, I can do that level, or I can do it incredibly loud, and it's your. Oh, okay. Please do the constipated version. <laughs> she said brightly. I was just planning our premiere show for next year. You're gonna love it. And so, our hoax hunters is done. Chris realised her mouth was still half open and shut it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> then she opened it again and began to babble. She did that when she panicked. For the season, sure, but next year is going to be great. It'll be our year, Theo. You'll see. <laughs> there is no next year, Chris. Uh, you're cancelled. <laughs> Why? Oh, you know, ratings, kid. You just don't have them. <laughs> Fury with a tinge of dread made Chris snap. It's not like we were ever <laughs> going to compete with Friday Night Smackdown. <laughs> and we don't want to. Theo's thin chest barely moved despite the deep breath he drew. The man was cadaverous, yet he ate like a teenage truck driver. <laughs> a teenage truck driver. That's what he ate like. Fifteen yeah. year olds kicking about with a heavy. What? Yeah, yeah, with a fucking eighteen Yep. Just <laughs> like and, and the well-known diet that is associated with that group of people. Yep. <laughs> it's uh... what is it? Fucking speed and quavers. I don't know. Like... <laughs> It's like Rustler's Burgers and Anonymous Cock in him. <laughs> 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 Were there teenage truck drivers? Cable's killing me. Or maybe it was just his high stress and two packs a day diet. In Theo's youth, back when he still had hair, PBS had been the place for intelligent, discriminating viewers. Now those viewers had 800 channels to choose from. And some of them even produced a show or two worth watching. In the glory days, Planet Earth would have been a PBS hit. Instead, it had been played on the Discovery Channel. Once the Tudors, sans excessive nudity, of course, would have been a masterpiece theatre staple. Now, 
It was Showtime's version of MTV History. So they've really <laughs> forgotten about the whole copyright thing. They're like, let's just fucking name programs. <laughs> oh my god. Right, okay, okay. So after that massive fucking list of TV channels for yep. arbitrary reasons, yep. what what's what's gonna happen in I'm, the next I'm seventeen excited, yeah. fucking pages of this chapter? Who would have thought that public radio would do better than us? Theo mumbled. To everyone's amazement, NPR was rocking, even as PBS sank like a stone. Not me, Chris agreed. And too bad, too. Not that she could ever have done hoax hunters for the radio, even if she had possessed a crystal ball. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> ah! Ah! Okay, that was, it was too baffling. Let's, let's read the whole sentence. Yeah. Or the whole, the whole paragraph. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, we can dissect that, right? Not me, Chris agreed, and too bad too. Not that she could ever have done hoax hunters for the radio, even if she had possessed a crystal ball. The show's strength lay in the visual revelation that what so many believed the truth was in fact a lie. Jesus, that is so clumsy, right? And plus, how are you going oh. to do a ghost show on the radio? Like, oh, we went in this haunted house. Ooh, well, that's, that's, what she's, that's what she's saying. She's saying she can't do it on the radio because she, the, the visual revelation. Know that? Why does she? Why? Why does she need a crystal ball? That's my main. That's the thing. Of, I yeah. mean, that's not my main concern here. I mean, I've got so many fucking I'll be concerns. Honest, that is my main concern. Is, yeah, I don't really understand what the fucking context is for that. Why? Why would she need a? Oh wait, wait, wait. wait. Is she insinuating like if she had known how successful NPR yes, was? So. Be, is that what it is? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, like, I, I'm, like I, I, like, I think this is the most that, like, I've ever, like, poured over and analysed a book. <laughs> like, even when I was at uni, yeah. like, reading shit like fucking Ulysses, we didn't spend this amount of time trying to dissect meaning out of the sentence. All right, Johnny, humble uh, back there. Oh, I've read Ulysses. No, I've not fucking read Ulysses. I'm, I mean, in class. In class, I never fucking read it. I didn't understand it. Why would I want oh, to read it? All right, that? humble Brad, the bad, the bad boy of the English <laughs> literature department. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Walking into the are you, are you, will be just, people. Are you just gonna... <laughs> Can't do that anymore. You get done for it. Is this just going to be the running thing? You're just going to fuck it. Like no matter what, I try and like retract statements or correct them it was still just gonna fucking tear me to shreds it wasn't gonna be but now you've opened the door to it and made that <laughs> thing so yeah oh. <laughs> all right okay all right okay 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 let's let's keep that with there's a lot okay. to go let's, <laughs> let's move past my humble brag and me being the bad boy of english lit fuck <laughs> that's actually a, get that on a t-shirt that's not bad <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've already got merch ideas in the first fucking episode right, exactly and hoax hunters which chris had originally called hoax haters <laughs> had come about <laughs> after a tipsy night with her best friend and roommate lola kablonski <laughs> With Lola, Lola <laughs> <laughs> She really hated hoaxes. <laughs> now this is this is a theme of the book, so you need to pay attention to this, right? Oh, this is foreshadowing. Oh, um, oh. Chris had always loathed liars. She had her reasons, and she'd been very good at spotting them. Or could she say she had a sixth sense? Well, maybe if a sixth sense weren't as much of the lie as all the rest were. What? what? 
What? <laughs> what? What? What was that sentence? What are they trying to say? I don't think that what? was a sentence. What uh, was that? What are the lies? What? Are the senses the other, lies? Yeah, are the other five <laughs> senses lies? Does she have impaired I, senses across I the board? I assume she means she's talking about the other um, other hoaxes. The sixth sense is as big of a lie as the other hoaxes. Oh, it does really? read, <laughs> it does read uh, as if she's saying, the sense of smell, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> What do I taste? Nothing. It's all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, oh, God. So we've got another character now. We've got Lola Kablonski. Um, Eddie or or Johnny, it's your turn to shout a number. Twelve. 12. <laughs> yeah, it kind of works. It kind of works with the name. We've got um, we've got uh, Russian businessman, Honest Larry. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Uh, one could say she had a sixth sense if a sixth sense weren't as much of a lie as all the rest. Oh. Why not make your obsession with truth and lies into a show? <laughs> Lola had asked, and full of margaritas and a haunting ambition, Chris had thought, why not? So she'd used her savings to fund a pilot, and she'd gotten that pilot onto the screen through sheer guts and brutal determination. She wasn't going to let something as erratic as ratings get her down. If she debunked the Loch Ness Monster, every station in America, no, the world, would want that film. Talk about a dream come true. I do feel like it's worth just prefacing that as poor people who live in Scotland, it's not some backwards fucking community where we all believe yeah. there's a monster in a lake. <laughs> Yeah, everyone yeah. knows like, Nessie's not real. Well, uh, what? We... Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Seventy-five percent <laughs> oh, of people, given the, the sample number of this. Yeah. But can we? But, but can we also clarify the fact that um, one of the cities here does have a flat Earth shop? That's so, true. but it is Inverness, like, full we're, of scum. We're 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 not we're not bereft of fucking morons. No, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland. Lola said, does anybody really, it's going to be Yiddish, sorry, <laughs> does anybody <laughs> really go to Scotland on purpose? Chris tossed a what? few words. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was focusing on the accent, but yeah, that's fucked, what's up? <laughs> the tourism yeah, industry is gigantic in Scotland. Yeah, Lola's a prick. Yeah. Chris tossed a few more sweaters into her suitcase. Just me. So millions of people a year. <laughs> Incorrect. We've all been lied to. We've only ever had one tourist called fucking Chris from New Jersey. It's just, That's it. She's like a hummingbird, though. She comes so frequently that she just looks like she's <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> hey, maybe she will be coming frequently later on in this book. <laughs> but not in the chapters I've read. September was cold in the Highlands, or so she'd heard. Not that she wasn't used to the cold. She was from Chicago. Cold moves in about October and hung around until June. There'd even been a few July days where the breeze off the lake was reminiscent <laughs> of the chill that drifted out of her freezer when she went searching for double chocolate brownie yogurt in the middle of the night. Who the fuck is? Oh, this, this is... This is <laughs> Everything. This is everything I always look for in a novel. I want dry facts about <laughs> Chicago weather. Like yeah. that's what I want. Like just 
details about what the temperature is in Chicago throughout the year. It's called world building, Johnny. Although, I will be honest, <laughs> by the end of no, this page, not. she's no longer in Chicago. So... <laughs> 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 you seem genuinely quite dismayed, Rage. I just, I gave up a Saturday for this. <laughs> <laughs> Your anniversary as well. <laughs> I got my husband to take my child out on it. I was like, happy anniversary, fuck off. I'm going to sit on the computer for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> say what you want about Rage. There's plenty of, of shit things you can say. But... <laughs> She can do loyalty, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not to her husband, obviously. <laughs> but to Not the inaugural episode of a podcast on which she is a guest. <laughs> <laughs> and not a core member of the cast. <laughs> Are you sure, Chris? Worry tightened Lola's voice. Are you sure, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be all alone over there. I don't know what this accent is. It's gone mad. <laughs> You'll be alone over there. Yeah, that was like... She's gone Swedish. <laughs> Swedish Okay, chef. let's try and get it back. Like, like Swedish chef from the Muppets. Alone. Oh. Chris gave a mental eye roll. Horrors. Like that would be anything new. Her mother had died of leukemia when Chris was 15. <laughs> this, is a, this is a wank book. <laughs> this is this this is this is some very odd character establishment. <laughs> like, Four pages in talking about a dead mum. Right. <laughs> her mother had died of leukemia when Chris was fifteen, insisting to the very end that she was fine. Chris's brother had left <laughs> Chris's brother had left for college when she was seventeen, swearing he'd visit often, if often was once the following year and then never again, then he hadn't been lying. Her father hung around until she turned 18. Then he'd taken a job in Jaina. No lie, <laughs> he hadn't been back either. So Chris was used to alone. She could take care of herself. I'll be okay, she zipped her suitcase. I'd go with you. <laughs> Chris snorted. Loma in Scotland? That would be like taking Paris Hilton to, well, Scotland. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that would be like taking Paris Hilton to, well, Scotland. Chris could probably shoot a documentary about it. The film would no doubt receive better ratings than Hoax Hunters. Film that then. <laughs> <laughs> There's your answer. And wasn't that God. depressing? Aren't you getting ready for this season? Chris asked. Lola was a ballet dancer, and she looked like one. There you go, no big dids. Oh, <laughs> tall, and, tall and slim with graceful arms. <laughs> I, 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 I love that you're already doing the fucking Toast of London accent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not even come up yet. Oh, that, that is, that is in the... Like, in the bank, that so is, I should that stop doing that for the <laughs> But I think just describing someone as having graceful arms and legs that never end is... 
it's very, it's very Matt Berry. It is very toast of London. Very toasty. Her long black straight hair would fall to the middle of her well-defined back if she ever wore it down. I assume that means her hair, not her back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Ooh. laughs> wear your back down, love. Go for the natural look. <laughs> Undo that scoliosis brace. Come on. <laughs> Well, however, Lola believed that style made her already oval face appear too oval, as if that could happen. What? What? <laughs> what are these sentences? Some of these sentences you are just going to have to let go because it's going to take a long time. <laughs> oh my God. Chris didn't consider herself bland or average until she stood next to Lola. She also wasn't a washed-out, freckle-nosed, frizzy-headed blonde, unless compared with Lola. The only thing they had in common was their brown eyes. Lola's were pale, with flecks of gold and green. And Chris's were just brown. The exact shade <laughs> of mud. Or so she'd been told. You've got so shit she, eyes, love! Or so, or so she'd been told by a man who said he was a poet. <laughs> what? Your eyes. Is, I like these are mud. <laughs> mud. But this is so many physical descriptions. Like this is so Oh my many guy, my buddy, my guy, get fucking used to it. <laughs> oh, fact, oh, I was God. gonna suggest a game, right? When a new character comes about, not only do we give them a new voice, you shout out, the description you think that uh, Laurie Handland has used for their eyes, because they are oh. all all the stock ones. Anyone who gets one exactly right, I will buy them a present. Oh my god! Wait, does she describe every single person's eyes? You like know every she does. Oh, oh my god! I'm so excited. Oh my god! Right, let's let's do this. The two women were still friends because Lola was beautiful inside and out, as honest uh. as a politician was not. <laughs> and loved Chris nearly as much as Chris loved her. In all her life, Chris had never trusted anyone the way that she trusted Lola Koblonski. <laughs> Lola set her long-fingered, smooth, elegant hand on Chris's arm. If you needed me to go, screw this season. Chris blinked back the sudden sting in her eyes. Thanks. <laughs> They had met while living in the same cheap apartment building, Chris attending Loyola University and Lola attending ballet classes on the way to her current stint with the Joffrey Ballet. On the basis of a few good conversations and a shared desire to get out of their crappy abode, the two had found a better one and become roommates. Chris hugged Lola. Lola hugged back. But she clung. <laughs> Lola was uncomfortable with physical affection and seized up like a big willy. <laughs> Alright, you really need to clarify when you're jokingly asking. Yeah, I thought we started again. That was that was yeah. joking. That was a joke. That was, right. that was right. That was that was a, that was a jokey adlib. Okay. Chris felt a little guilty for leaving her. Lola wasn't used to being alone, but she didn't have a choice. She couldn't start over with another show. She believed in hoax hunters. She also <laughs> believed that the Loch Ness monster was ripe for the debunking, and she was just <laughs> the woman to do it. Chris gathered the backpack that contained her laptop, video camera, mini binoculars, and purse. 
I assume <laughs> they've gone through the items so thoroughly that, that I assume yeah. that's all of them, which means she has not taken a change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be okay, she assured her friend for the second time. It's not like I'm going to Iraq or Colombia or even the Congo. It's Scotland. What could happen? <laughs> Though it felt like a week, Chris arrived in Jomna Drocket on the west shore of Loch Ness a day later. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, no description of the travel. We are there. None. When I was first first reading this to my girlfriend, um, we we checked four or five different times and actually like even looked up like the Amazon um, preview of this to make sure that we hadn't missed a page or like a page hadn't been torn out or printed incorrectly or something. But no, that's exactly how it was intended. That's it. Yeah. She gets from Chicago to drum the drocket <laughs> with no no problems. I it, love I love the courage and bravery of this author <laughs> to just fly in the face of every literary convention within five fucking pages of their novel like this is <laughs> genius it this is, is tremendous is well she does go back to spoil it she does go back and describe some of the um some of the travel um, so sorry we get we get a flashback instead of just describing the fucking travel we get a, a like a flashback from about 18 hours ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love this book it's <laughs> good isn't it yep. she'd she'd been able to fly directly from chicago not to drum the rocket, but to Heathrow Airport. However, unlike <laughs> the rest of the people on the plane, she hadn't been able to sleep. Instead, she'd read the books she'd picked up on both Scotland and Loch Ness. Loch Ness was pretty interesting, even without the monster. The lake itself was a 10,000-year-old crack in the Earth's surface. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Pull Wikipedia up. <laughs> because of its extreme depth, Nearly 800 feet. The lock contained more fresh water than all other lakes in Britain and Wales combined and never froze over, even during the, the coldest of Highland winters. Who? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Just, I love reading sections like that and just hearing three people just go, Mm. Oh, <laughs> I want to. I want to say something, but what's the? I'm exhausted. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, there's no. There's no point. There's no point. Those are some juicy facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there oh. have been there have been over four thousand reported sightings of Nessie, which no doubt fueled the forty million dollar attributed to her by the Scottish tourism industry. With that what? kind of, with that kind of income at stake, it wasn't going to be easy to debunk the myth. Chris certainly wasn't going to get any help from the locals. <laughs> well, of no. course not. They want to get paid. That was, <laughs> this is... not. speak English and just communicate in drunks and hand gestures. <laughs> this is a, a real oh. theme of this book as well, is everyone she meets is uh, like a secret cabal of Nessie protectors. <laughs> it's mad, honestly. She, it's like a spy novel. We have to protect our monster. Well, obviously. Doesn't she understand that? That's our bloody livelihood. Exactly. There's literally no other job over here. (laughs) (laughs) It's just being a Nessie protector. Nessie protector, town drunkard, (laughs) (laughs) hotel proprietor. By the time London loomed below, Chris's eyes burned from too much reading and not enough sleeping. 
However, she couldn't drag her gaze from the view. She wished she had the money to tour the Tower and Buckingham Palace. She'd always dreamed of walking on the same streets as Shakespeare. However, <laughs> unfortunately, she was traveling on her own dime and she had precious few of them. The city sped by the window of the bus taking her to Gatwick Airport, where she boarded a flight to Inverness. A few hours later, she got her first glimpse of the city. Why Chris had thought Inverness would be full of castles, she had no idea. <laughs> According to the guidebook, it had over 6,000 people and fewer than half a dozen <laughs> castles. 6,000 people? <laughs> I'll be honest, mate. That might have been my error there. <laughs> did you mean to say 60,000? I, I did misread it, yes. <laughs> oh, but yes. still, like, just just the, the, the listing of facts and yeah, it's, popular. Yeah, it's just it's like... pretty full on. There is one um, later on, a few chapters in, where there's a man who's just dropping his exposition and he drops his character with it and literally is copied and pasted. <laughs> Oh, this is just like, I mean, like, without all of these random, like, like, tourist information facts just thrown in, like, how long would this novel be? I think we'd probably be on page one, I think, if we didn't have the the bits. Yeah. But uh, we do, so we're on page six. (laughs) (laughs) You all wanted this. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Not criticizing at all. Half a dozen castles is not bad for a for a city. That's a yes. decent number of yes. castles. What a cheeky bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Where's our castles? Fuck off! Oh, there's castles. only six Countries. castles in this city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because Chicago's really well known for its twelve fucking castles. Yeah. There's, there's, like, yeah. there's only one Sorry. castle in Venice. <laughs> There is only one, one castle. Fucking town. Like, where is she getting six castles from? I don't know. Fucking Wikipedia. Oh, God. Still, she was disappointed. Quaint would play very well on film. She got what she was hoping for, though, on the road south. The countryside was quaint squared, as was Drumna Drocket. White buildings framed by rolling green hills. The place should have been on a postcard. Hell, it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it will be. Like, 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, along with the wide, grey expanse of Loch Ness, the village was also tourist central, with a wealth of Nessie museums, shops, and tours, both by land and sea. Uh, what? <laughs> I think she means yeah. by Loch. Yeah, 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 because it's definitely nowhere near the sea. Is it? Yeah, I, d- I don't think so. I, my, I was I'm reading a, this I'm to... Sure uh, I was reading this to my girlfriend, as I say, and she did say that it's it has, like, it's a sea access lock or something, so there is, like, an inlet to it. It does go to, to the coast. There you go. Wow. So there, Maybe. There is a, a boat trip. There is a boat trip along the canal too. The village was also <laughs> tourist central with a wealth of Nessie museums, shops and tours by boat, by both, by boats, by both land and sea. Chris would check them out eventually. They'd make another excellent setting for her show. The charm of the village would highlight the archaic myth, illuminating how backwards uh, a belief in fairy tales was. 
The excessive glitter of tourism would underline why the locals still pretended to believe. Chris had once adored fairy tales, listening avidly as her mother read them to her and her brother. In those tales, bad things happened, but eventually everything worked out. Because she fucking died of leukemia? In real life, Rage, not so much. Ah. You can fucking eat those words. Also, I like why is why is she why does she feel the need to like clue everyone in on what a fairy tale is? It's just like, it's pretty well established. Not everyone's got an English lit degree, Johnny. So fucking <laughs> <laughs> read. And also, also, well, if she did have an English lit degree, she'd know that a lot of fairy tales actually don't end fucking happily. Just read yourself some Grimm's. All right, Hans Christian Anderson on the government that is, time. That was hardly even a brag of any sort. <laughs> like just saying that I've that I've read some fairy tales. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'm sorry. I, I love this I, dynamic. I, I I do not like the fact that I am the co-host. I'm also the fucking whipping boy of the everyone else. <laughs> Put some goddamn respect on his name. <laughs> you, two are, you two are guests in our house. <laughs> okay, right. Right, where was I? Fuck. Uh, fairy tales, right? Are we, are we all clear on what fairy tales are? We are. We're all clear yeah, on fairy tales, right. yes. Thank, thanks to Laurie Mandolin. Yeah. Laurie Handland. Laurie Mandolin. <laughs> Close enough. Her um, driver. Hello. An elderly stoic Scot who'd said nothing beyond an extremely low-voiced, um... He is actually a character, I think. We need a number. <laughs> uh, Eddie, Eddie, you're up. Uh, 19. 19. Oh, oh, we have Stephen Toast. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's one of mine! That was, that's one of Johnny's. That's the first one that's not been mine. <laughs> Good choice. Uh, okay, oh, all right. Dad. That's. Uh, I wish it was a character that had more dialogue, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> her driver, an elderly Stoic Scot, who said nothing beyond an extremely low voiced "I," when she asked, <laughs> <laughs> he's the exact opposite of a Scottish accent as well. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> beyond an extremely low voiced "Yes," when she asked. <laughs> If he often yes! drove to drum the drockets, continued oh. through the village without stopping. For an instant, Chris became uneasy. What if the man had decided to take her into the countryside, bash her on the head, and toss her into the lock, <laughs> making off with her laptop, video camera, and anything else she might possess? <laughs> sure, Lola would me. Miss her. <laughs> sure, Lola would miss her eventually, but by then, Chris would be monster bait. A hysterical bubble of laughter caught in her throat. She didn't believe in monsters unless they were human. <gasps> this is a wank oh. book. <laughs> Where I'm, is I'm, the I'm, also, uh, this is another yeah. thing I've noticed about this book is that Laurie Handlin describes the way that Chris acts. It sort of seems, you know, like she's a bit like quirky. She's a bit of a goofball, a bit of a nerd. But if you think that's about, she's like, metal. She is mental. That's the thing. If you think about <laughs> what has happened here. Um, and like from from the driver's perspective, what's happened? She's gone. Yeah. Do you drive to drum not drop it often? And he goes, I. And she goes. <laughs> 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 it's the actions of a madman. 
a barely suppressed giggle whilst imagining being murdered by the person <laughs> giving <laughs> like, it's fucking insane. She didn't believe in monsters unless they were human. She lifted her gaze to the rear view mirror and caught the driver watching her. He looked like anyone's favorite grandpa. Blue eyed, gosh, yeah, I meant to ask you. Blue eyed, red cheeked, oh. innocent. Oh. <laughs> I know that my favorite grandpa is certainly oh. innocent. At least he was proven so after a lengthy <laughs> And wasn't that what everyone said about the local serial killer? What? Slightly baffled. I think that she's saying that looks deceive you. I mean, but the thing is, I mean, looks can be deceiving is already a very well-established turn of phrase. Yeah, she could have. So Laurie Laurie could have used that, but Laurie's better than that. Laurie's better than that. Laurie's better than everything. Laurie's giving me life, so... um, (laughs) The vehicle jolted to a stop, and Chris nearly tumbled off the shiny leather seat onto the floor. Ha! <laughs> 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 Brilliant. You should have had a seatbelt on. Exactly. That's inappropriate. Irresponsible. Irresponsible. Yeah. Um, before she recovered, her driver leapt out, opened the door, and retreated to the trunk to retrieve her bag. Chris peered through the window. They'd arrived at Lockside Cottage, which, while not exactly Lockside, was damn close. Chris would have to cross a road to reach the water, but she'd be able to see it from the house. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking TripAdvisor review for Chris there. Yeah, five star. (laughs) No, two stars. I had to cross a road. road. The the village of Drumnadrocket lay out of sight around a bend in the road. Idiot! Chris blew her bangs upwards in a huff. No one's going to bash you over the head. This isn't the south side of Chicago. (laughs) Uh, She stepped out of the car and stood frozen like Dorothy, opening the door on a new and colourful world. The grass was a river of green, and the trees several shades darker against mountains, the hue of ocean at dawn. The, the grass what? was a river of green. The grass That's was a river of green. The grass was a river of green. The river That's was a grass a... of blue. <laughs> <laughs> the mountains were the, the mountains were the colour of sea. The mountains were the colour of sea. I don't so I've never described confused. mountains as the colour of the ocean, but she does Is that she a lot. Colorblind? At John's. Yes, well, no less. The air was chill, you dig. But it smelled like fresh <laughs> But it smelled like fresh water and and we've got another new character. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. okay, his eyes uh, their eyes are going to be uh like I'm gonna say like heather grey with like flecks of black. Okay. Flecks of black. <laughs> flecks of wow. black, just like hundreds of tiny pupils. Okay, um, you've, had, you've had a good guess there. You're wrong. Uh, um, <laughs> who wants to pick a number? Who wants a voice? One. One? Ah, oh. oh, I'm so fucking glad. That's my favourite. Is... <laughs> We're oh. doing Terry Tibbs off of Face Stretch Bone oh. Jacker. <laughs> oh, God. Get ready for, for things to get very confusing very quickly. Um, the air was chill, but it smelled like fresh water and... Biscuit! A short, 
hair a big woman <laughs> with fluffy white hair and <laughs> what? <laughs> the traditional Highland <laughs> a short cherubic woman with fluffy white hair and emerald eyes stood in the doorway oh. of the cottage. For an oh instant, God. Chris Short oh thought she was God. a munchkin. She's <laughs> she certainly had a fucking rude dick. <laughs> she certainly had the voice for it. I'm my the batch of Empire biscuits to welcome ya. <laughs> In a space of why, why does Laurie not understand that you're kind of like it's, it's okay to have an unlikable protagonist? We've all read American <laughs> Psycho, but oh, um, have we, Johnny? Have oh, we, Johnny? Oh. Oh. oh my fucking god, okay. I'm sorry that we started off a podcast with literature and I expected us to discuss other fucking literature <laughs> or to contextualize it. Fuck me, I'm sorry, guys. But Rachel, you have a fucking literature degree as well. What the yeah. why am I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, She's got got good it. fucking <laughs> decency to keep oh. it to herself. <laughs> no, but like Chris is just the most like unlikable fucking character like she's the most unlikable person in the world she's such a judgmental dickhead she's unlikable without being compelling in the slightest i think is the thing. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's yeah. just unlikable because she's unlikable yeah. there's nothing to yeah. it i made a batch of empire biscuits to welcome you <laughs> she held out a full platter of what appeared to be iced shortbread rounds each topped with a cherry chris hadn't eaten since the flight to heathrow so despite her belief that a biscuit should only be served warm, dripping in butter and honey, she took one. Her first bite, her mouth watered painfully. The empires were <laughs> crisp and sweet. And was that jelly in the middle? She couldn't remember eating anything so fabulous in a very long time. An empire biscuit. Emerald, emerald, empire biscuits are shite. They are fucking dreadful. They're the driest, They're most awful. fucking... What? Yeah, the so Oh, here we go. The one true Scott here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So dry and so waggle. Don't you stay silent, Eddie? You speak up. I like the little jelly, the little jelly dot. The oh yeah, this is it as well. Like, sorry, I've not seen a fucking Empire biscuit with a cherry on it. You get it's a jelly. That's a Bakewell tart, love. That's a fucking Bakewell tart, mate. Not Bakewell tart. There's no fucking almonds in it, idiots. Oh, we're turning into a sake. fucking bakery podcast. So yeah. really uh, angry, I started a podcast with such gastric luddites. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cookie, she managed after swallowing her first and reaching for a second. Wait, did she just shout that? Yeah. Did she just yes, shout that at this oh woman? Actually, no, no. There's no exclamation mark. It's just, it's a cookie. So just really blunt and it's a direct. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cookie. <laughs> the, oh my the woman, god. Okay. The woman smiles, the expression causing her cheeks to round like <laughs> apples beneath her sparkling eyes. Call them whatever you like, dearie. She lifted the platter. <laughs> then take another. <laughs> Chris had to listen very hard to distinguish the English beneath the heavy brogue. She felt as if she were. <laughs> 
She felt as if she was hearing everything through a time warp, one that allowed the meaning of words to penetrate several seconds after they were said. She hoped that the longer she stayed, the easier it would get. Thanks, Chris took two cookies in each hand. I'm Chris Daniels. So she's just <laughs> taken four cookies. Four cookies. Yes. And she's already eaten two. This greedy son of a bitch. <laughs> and the old lady's like, oh, it's just, I've made some for other people. Fuck your church feet. Damn Americans. Greedy bastards. She'll have to keep oh. a fucking trim figure if she wants the interest of bloody Nessie, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Chris took two cookies in each hand. I'm Chris Daniels. <laughs> well, and don't, I, and don't I know that? The poor cheery woman giggled. <laughs> the sound resembled the munchkin titters that had welcomed Dorothy to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris glanced uneasily at the nearby shrubbery, expecting it to shake and burp out several more little people. Chris is mad. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Then she heard what the woman had said and caught her breath. If they already knew her here, knew what she did, who she was, her cover was blown and her story was crap before it had even begun. Why hadn't she used a false name? She's a stupid bent. <laughs> <laughs> because Rachel, she oh. hadn't thought anyone in Scottish Highlands would have seen cable TV. Yeah. And how exactly yeah. would she present herself as, say, Susie Smith, when her credit cards and passport read Kristen Daniels? You know me, Chris repeated. Faintly. <laughs> I spoke with you on the phone. I rented you the cottage. Who else would be arriving today, bag and baggage? <laughs> Chris let out the breath she'd taken She was no good at cloak and dagger She liked lying about as much as she liked liars And therefore was pretty bad at it She needed to get better and quick You're Mrs Cameron, Chris said Euphemia, the woman agreed Bless you But everyone calls me Effie <laughs> Effie's brilliant eyes cut to the driver who was thin and tall as, who was as thin and tall as she was, round and short. You'll be bringing that suitcase inside now, Rob, and better be quick about it. Oh, sorry. And better be quicker about it than a slow-witted tortoise. Chris <laughs> glanced at the old man to see if he was offended, but he merely nodded and did as he had been bid. Sorry, Very slowly, Chris's lips twitched. Rob came out of the cottage, and Effie shoved the plate in front of him. You better eat a few, you great lummox, or you'll be starving long before your supper. He took several. If you did me cook like me sainted mother woman, I'd have drowned ye and your devil's tongue in the loch years ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> looming, oh. looming over the diminutive Effie, deep-voiced rumbling like the growl of a vicious bear. Rob should have been intimidating, but there was no heat to his words, no anger on his face. He just stated his opinions, as he'd stated the same 101 times before. Effie snorted and shoved the entire plate of biscuits into his huge, worn hands with a sharp, Dinner drop that, you old fool! Then she reached into the pocket of her voluminous grey skirt and pulled out a key, which she presented to Chris. Here you are, dearie. And what is it you'll be doing while you're in Drumnod Rocket? 
I'm, uh... Chris glanced away from Effie's curious gaze, past Rob, whose cheeks had gone chipmunk with cookies, towards the rolling grey expanse of the loch. Writing. <laughs> she is fucking shit lion. <laughs> Letters. <laughs> Why would she need to travel all this way to write a letter? Effie <laughs> Some do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm writing a book, Chris blurted. There, that had even sounded like the truth. Maybe the key to lying was thinking less and talking fast. No wonder men are so good at it. A children's book? Effie asked. Chris had said the first thing that popped into her head. Sure. Silence greeted the word. That hadn't sounded very truthful. Rob gave a throaty Scottish murmur, drawing Chris's attention. <laughs> Doesn't Bro probably know that's the only kind of murmur we do. Yes, throating. Drawing Chris's attention away from the lock and back to him. Luckily for her, it also caught Effie's attention. Did you eat them all? She snatched the empty plate from his hands. You said not to drop them. You didn't say not to eat them all. Strap yourself in for a sentence and a half here. <laughs> if I didn't tell you not to drive into the water, would I find you swimming with Nessie of an afternoon? <laughs> can, can we just can we can we just get one more reading of that sentence? Yeah. So I can if, I, if I didn't tell you not to drive into the water. Would I find you swimming with Nessie of an afternoon? <laughs> so, yeah. if you didn't tell him not to drive into the water, yep, he would drive, so it drive into time. the water. He would drive into the water and be so Nessie. That is one motherfucker of a sentence. Because you wouldn't have told him anything if you didn't <laughs> tell him not to do it. The yeah. shit Rob's in the water. There would have been no discussion. <laughs> <Yeah. even> just... <laughs> Rob didn't answer. Really, what else could he say? Nessie, Chris repeated. <laughs> anxious, to keep, anxious to keep their attention off of her inability to lie. Have you seen her? <laughs> Rob murmured again, this time the sound, not one of skepticism, but of assent. Ooh. If you're living from the rocket, Effie said, you have seen her. Chris laughed. She couldn't help it. Everyone seen her? Effie lifted her chin to indicate the lock. You have but to look. Not long afterwards, Effie climbed into Rob's car, admonishing him all the while. I'll need to get home, but then I drive too fast. You'll give me a headache and... Rob shut the door on the rest of her comments. You give <laughs> me a headache, he muttered. Oh, Get yourself to the fucking burn clinic. <laughs> Rob muttered, moving around the rear bumper towards uh, the driver's side. Effie lives oi, close oi. to you, Chris asked. Rob lifted his eyes. The woman lives with me. Chris's eyes widened. <laughs> You're cursed, he muttered, and opened the driver's side door. Effie's voice came tumbling out. 
You can walk anywhere you like, dearie, but stay away from the castle. There's a castle? Uh, Chris forgot all about Rob and Effie's living arrangements, as if it's any of her business. <laughs> <laughs> were, they married or, shit. were they married or living in sin? What did it matter? <laughs> there was a castle. <laughs> a ca castle. <laughs> The Lord forgives all if there's a castle. <laughs> Urquhart Castle, you must have heard of it. Chris had read about it. The structure overlooked Urquhart Bay, where many Nessie sightings had occurred and had featured prominently in the history of the Highlands, with many famous names like Robert the Bruce, Andrew oh Moray, and Bonnie Prince Charlie sprinkled through the tales. Is it dangerous? Chris asked. Effie's munchkins in the shrubbery face laughed. Thrown, flowed free. Ah, no, but they charge a fee, and the place is not but a ruin. If you want to know about Urquhart Castle or the lock, or even Nessie, you come and see me. I right, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and why not me? Rob climbed into the car. I've seen her way more than you have. I drive this road every day. I've seen, I've seen her twice as many times as you, you old goat. Thankfully, Rob shut the door on the rest of the argument and then drove away. The sun was setting, though it was hard to tell considering the grey, gloomy sky and the incipient threat of rain. Still, by her calculations, Chris had an hour of daylight left and she didn't want to waste it. By her calculations? Is she a meteorologist now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Whatever. She hurried inside, casting a quick glance around the cottage as she moved to the bathroom to throw cold water on her face and smooth back her wildly curling hair. The damp air in Scotland was going to ruin any prayer she had of keeping it smooth. The house possessed it. Chris. Bring straighteners, Chris. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. You've That's not planned crazy. properly. Well, I mean, she's definitely not planned ahead because as we established earlier, or as Laurie established earlier on, she's not packed a change of clothes. She didn't, she didn't describe what was in the, like, what the contents of her purse was. Maybe she's somehow crammed a change of clothes into her purse. So it folded a pair of pants. Yeah, just Fuck it, that'll do. I'll only <laughs> be there a week. <laughs> 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 and then back to front. Just on. Yeah, just pads. No other clothing items. Ugh. <laughs> The house possessed a living area that shared space with a small kitchen, a bedroom complete with a decent-sized bed, a chest of drawers, a night table, and a teeny tiny closet. Luckily, she didn't need any. Uh, she didn't need it because she hadn't brought very many clothes. There you go. <laughs> I called it! <laughs> the place was warm. Effie must have turned on the heat. And it smelled of cookies. Biscuits, Chris murmured. <laughs> <laughs> and her stomach growled. Imagine that. Imagine her walking into this walking into this fucking cottage, desperately throwing cold water on her face, going into the kitchen and going Biscuits. <laughs> okay, okay. He's so, so broken. <laughs> so it's well established that Chris is out of her Fucking mine. <laughs> Thankfully, Essie had, Effie had also been kind enough to stock the small refrigerator with a few staples to tie Chris over until she could get to the market. Market. The market. 
Oh, today the wee Drumnod Rockets markets where you can buy all manner of sure. heads. Pretty <laughs> sure there's a Londis in Drumnod Rockets. Chris made a quick jam sandwich, slugged a glass of milk, and then oh. <laughs> the fucking child oh. eating. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why did you fly a woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris made a quick jam sandwich, slugged a glass of milk, and then armed with her video camera, a Loyola University sweatshirt, and her best pair of walking shoes, set out. The western horizon glowed a muted pink and orange. The tourist boat that had bobbed in the distance now disappeared. Nevertheless, Chris filmed a bit of the lock, and she had to start somewhere. The water slid past, dingy in the fading light, and pockmarked by several bits of wood. Chris could see how someone with an active imagination might invent a lake monster, especially when everyone else was doing so. Just as Chris lowered her camera... <laughs> like it's our national pastime! <laughs> just inventing monsters to bamboozle Just as Chris lowered her camera, something splashed. She froze, squinting into the gloom. But she could see nothing beyond the first several feet of flowing, murky water. They grow fish big here, she muttered. Such a fucking mentalist. What is wrong with this woman? What is wrong with this person? What like what what parts of her brain is like just aren't functioning or missing? What the fuck is going on? You seem genuinely the quite accent. angry. <laughs> I I am yeah, I am. I am. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Um, the accent only helps to heighten her idiosyncrasy. <laughs> <laughs> From the sound of the splash and the suddenly larger swell of waves, they grew them as big as a tank, which I presume um, would mean a, like a military tank, not a, not an aquarium tank. Because if your fish is the size of the tank, uh, <laughs> you should buy a bigger tank. <laughs> you should always buy a bigger tank. Lo That's loving true. the clarification here. Loving the clarification. That's in the book, mate. <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> that. <laughs> I was like, what is that? The thing is, uh, at this point, I don't know what the fuck to believe. Exactly. Like, like any of your little ad libs, I'd just be like, yeah, of course they're in the book. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Definitely yeah. stop doing them. Uh, Chris <laughs> was tempted to return to the cottage, not because she was afraid, but because she hadn't brought the proper equipment needed to film in the fast approaching night. Chris cursed her lack of foresight. I mean, she worked out when sunset was going to be. You think maybe, yeah, hey, bring a lamp. But, um, yeah, and also, and also, how long has she been fucking working in television? <laughs> like, how could she not know? Like, so this I is her career. Work eight to five. Yeah. Well, it's always at night time. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It doesn't get dark in Chicago until at least <laughs> 6 <laughs> She wasn't used to being her own cameraman, and she hadn't thought she'd need to find anything so soon. But if she wanted to have clear, perfect footage of whatever, or make that whoever, whomsoever, Laurie, had made that noise, <laughs> she'd need the light she'd left in her backpack. Then she heard another splash nearer the shore, just past the next grove of trees. And before she could think any more about it, Chris plunged into the gloom. The ground was slick beneath the cover of the branches. And she slid a bit, but it wasn't even a minute before she popped out on the shores of Loch Ness. She looked left, right, across. The far side was hazy, too far away to really see. But she'd forgotten her binoculars along with the light. Useless. Uh, 
Dude, she has brought fucking nothing. nothing. She literally brought four things in her fucking bag with <laughs> her from Chicago. And at, least, left at least three there. of them are vital to her job. <laughs> and she decided to leave all of them behind other than her camera. Yeah, amazing. Chris, um, Chris shouldn't like, have a fucking job. Well, she, she doesn't anymore. This is freelance. Chris should have a hater. <laughs> oh, Come my on. God. But still, she was pretty certain that she had seen nada. Either the culprit was a uh, track star fast runner, or really, there was a... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. The Either the culprit was? was a track star fast runner, or there really was a fish the size of Cleveland in the loch. Which would explain a few things. Uh... When was it established that Loch Ness is the size of Cleveland? No, the fish is the size of Cleveland. Fish? Okay. Oh, fucking sorry, dude. Right, okay. Um, I'm just... Sorry. Uh, Chris, it's all right. We're all, we're all frazzled now. This, this book is traumatizing us all. Um, I, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Like. I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to, like, vivid descriptions of genitals in this book. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Seven episodes we have to go. Chris frowned. One of the theories about Nessie was that an unknown creature lived in the depths. Current cryptozoological speculation set the amount of undiscovered species between, let me just pull up Wikipedia here, <laughs> half a million and 10 million. No one really knew, which meant there could be damn near anything out there. And that was fine. <laughs> that was good. Proving that Nessie was a big, toothy, prehistoric fish would debunk the lake monster theory too. Would it? That's kind of proving the point. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> I think it's also a lot more fucking interesting to have footage of Nessie existing than going, look, yeah. nothing there. Ah, Chris emerged from the trees, intent on returning to the cottage, then unpacking and taking a shower until the hot water gave out. Package, Before... she's brought two things. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even pick up on that It didn't yeah, say she'd fuck? take a long time to unpack <laughs> Bump, bump, uh, I've unpacked uh, <laughs> Camera Light Mini binoculars And we're done See, Sorry, this is, this is the thing This is the thing, I would never use the phrase Hold on, let me just unpack and then just put down the two things in my hand. <laughs> we, should bring it, we should bring it forward. Thing. Before uh, the hot water gave out, before jumping into bed and sleeping until the jet lag went away. That's how you make jet lag worse. She even made her way <laughs> up to the road. Sorry, she even made her way. Oh my God. She even made her way up to the road and turned in that direction. Full stop, new paragraph. Then she noticed the castle below. Wait, sorry. <laughs> There's a new paragraph for what is clearly still part of the previous sentence. Mate, there's a, new paragraph. there's a new paragraph for the, the <laughs> sentence. Then she noticed the castle below. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, so. just keep going. Sorry, sorry. It, 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 it just it yeah, hurts Fair me. enough, though. That one hurt me as well, so I can't even make fun of it. <laughs> Hence why you had to say let the rest of us know and suffer through it she even made her way up to the road and turned in that direction then she noticed the castle below new paragraph despite the fading sun chris lifted her camera new sentence the ruins were too spooky to resist all gothic and jane airish 
<laughs> Best fucking adjective so far. Yeah, no, brilliant. Oh my god. Excellent. It's like the ruins were too spooky to resist. Hyphen, all gothic, and Jane Eyre, hyphen ish, hyphen. <laughs> oh god! Perched, oh. On a, perched on a precipice. New sentence. She could well imagine locking a mad wife in that tower back when it still had enough walls to keep someone... Sorry, no, again, the grammar is really bad here. <laughs> she could well imagine locking a mad wife in that tower, full stop, back when it still had enough walls to keep someone in rather than allow her to tumble out of sight, full stop. What? What? What, what the fuck? She could well imagine locking a mad wife in that tower back when it still had enough walls to keep someone in rather than allowing her to tumble out of sight. Okay, so that's a really, 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 and I can't stress this enough, uh-huh. really fucking weird way of saying that it doesn't have enough walls. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have the normal amount of walls. That's what she's Hustle, saying. Mate. Oh, she's right off. I'd say getting the parts and the time involved here. <laughs> You're, lo- but, you're looking so, at it just being easier and more cost-effective to get a new one. Also, um, also, sorry. Um, why is Chris's go-to thing to establish how few walls it has kidnapping someone and keeping them there? Because Chris, as we like, have established, <laughs> is fucking mental. <laughs> oh my god! Like, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, it's just uh, oh god! It's like. What's the state of that building across there? Well, you couldn't kidnap someone and hold them hostage there. I reckon. I reckon if I held someone under duress in that building, they could just walk (laughs) out of it. (laughs) Oh no! Sorry, tumble out. They wouldn't. They would what? They would fucking tumble. They would tumble out of sight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh my god! I fucking love this book. (laughs) I Uh, sort of hate it on a second read. A shadow shimmied at the edge of Chris's screen, and without thought, she zoomed in on a man slipping through the ruins of Urquhart Castle, the last of the lights sparkling in his glistening wet hair. <laughs> and there you go, that's the end of chapter one. Yeah! Rolling in moist. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wrong, that guy sounds like he's been rolling in moist. I mean, this is true. Retroactively assigned it. All right. Well, that was a fucking um, uphill trek. Let's start with you, Johnny. What did you think? It's really, really difficult to actually sort of pinpoint what is best about this book so far. Um, first off, the the passages that are clearly copy and pasted from Wikipedia are fucking genius. Like just the random bits of tourist information. Um, but honestly, best thing is the protagonist who clearly needed to be sectioned <laughs> years ago uh, <laughs> who just like blurts out words uh, <laughs> to herself and to others biscuits uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and is clearly not good at her job despite having done no wonder she doesn't have a job anymore no wonder she's freelance <laughs> she just forgot all of her equipment despite it being everything she packed it's just this is a masterwork, man. This is like a genuine masterpiece. Like this so, is this is better than this is this. Oh. So give me give me your chapter highlights and lowlights. Chapter highlight. <laughs> how, do, how do you do it? How do you pick it? Um, okay, so 
the the Empire Biscuit passage was wah. <laughs> the saga. <laughs> the, the Empire Biscuit saga. Yeah. <laughs> just um uh yeah, just I I I wish it had been clearly established how many Rob actually consumed, like how many were on the plate. <laughs> It's a weird thing just, to hope for. Just, just, just eating, eating 40 Empire Biscuits out of spite. <laughs> uh, Rachel. Hello. Speak to me, your favourite and oh, not favourite bit. If you've only got negatives, just say that. No, no. I feel that the tension between Rob and Effie is so <laughs> violent with sexual... Whoa. Just I can't I can't wait to get it's crackling, isn't it? Yeah, I can't wait to get balls deep in Robin Effie. Um <laughs> and uh, what else? I mean the Bushcoots like obviously like highlight or a low light, I don't know. But yeah, I do I do enjoy the little snippets into Chris's mindset sitting in the taxi like, oh <laughs> I could get murdered. <laughs> that was very enjoyable. Ah, Edward oh. Mackenzie as I live and breathe. <laughs> Lawrence goddamn Tucker. <laughs> give me your high and low lights. Um, give, me, give me your highlights and your Lola Kablonski lights. Low lights. <laughs> um no low lights. It was all <laughs> all highlights. I think the way that this character interacts with the world as if she's on day release from the local world. <laughs> Everything is both baffling but also immediately identifiable she has a wikipedia-esque mind and can immediately give you all the information you need on a topic um, you think she's also, rain man this is the kind of impression i'm getting yeah. it's almost childlike but then with pinpoint accuracy can tell you how deep Loch Ness is. <laughs> the way that everything is given a description of sentences, sentences of description about every little item and person she comes across. Mm. It's incredible. That's just the hallmark of bad writing, really, isn't it? It's so exposed. <laughs> so, oh, man. Congratulations on making it through that very hard slog with us. Um, I, I I don't know. Does everyone want to come back and do the rest of the chapters? Uh, I've never wanted anything more in my life. Well, I was pretty certain that was going to be your response, but... <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I have to. Yeah, no, this is your, your legal <laughs> obligation. You're in. <laughs> yeah, this, is, in. this is the repayment scheme that we've, uh, we've come up with for you hitting me with your car. Um, <laughs> We have also planned this while for me backing out now would be such a fucking dick move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be, and that's why you're all coming back to do chapter two uh, next time, which doesn't have a, a heading, so I can't tell you what it's called. But but yeah, good. Thank you for joining in and listening to Life is Trash. If we have a system where you can give us a yeah. rating and a review, do it because fucking why not? How yeah. are you? How are you putting you. this out to the to the universe? Well, I haven't planned that far ahead yet, so this part's going to sound really awkward. Thanks, Rach. <laughs> You're welcome. This has been an excellent way to spend an anniversary. <laughs> so, a farewell from me and from Johnny, the eyebrow man. Bonsoir. And from Eddie, the loudman. 
Au revoir. And from Rachel, a million spiders in a suit. Bye then, everyone. I'm sorry. Kristen Daniels TV show ain't doing so good, so she goes to Scotland, eats some biscuits, laughs in a taxi. Join us next time to find out what happens to Kristen. Anyway, this is this is a good link. People will listen to this shit. (laughs) Oh God, I hope so.